Welcome to the Living the Dream Podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Hello and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Curveball. Today, I am joined by Amber Porter. She is a professor as well as an author, and we're going to be talking about college education today. Amber, thank you so much for joining me today. Good to be here. Good to be here. Let's start talking talking about your life and who are you, where you're from, and the things that you're currently into right now. Sure. So I'm actually um, a practicing attorney. Um, Right now, I'm on a deployment with the Army. I'm an attorney for the Army as well as um, for the civilian world. Um, But um, so I'm not teaching a class currently, but I I was teaching a legal research and writing class previously when I was on the mainland. Um, But so, yeah, so I'm a lawyer. I've been practicing for six years. I was really inspired to sort of start writing just because everyone always had so many questions about sort of how I got here, um, you know, how I started practicing law. And so I just wanted to write about it. The legal research class that you teach, uh, what does that entail? Talk about that a little bit and what it's like being a professor. Yeah. So um, I, um, used to teach legal research and writing at night um, for community college students um, after I would um, work a full day. (laughs) So I think it was a little bit challenging to um, balance that. But the class basically aimed at teaching um, community college students how to write like a lawyer, which is really actually um, pretty difficult because Um, It's a lot different than writing, you know, an essay or something that, you know, you learn in high school or otherwise. Legal writing is very technical. Um, It's very specific. And you have to write things in certain ways or lawyers won't understand it. And so um, it's basically sort of teaching the legal profession to people who haven't been to law school. You said you wanted to start writing to let people know how you got here. Well, explain to my audience, how did you get here? How did you come to practice law and start doing all the things that you're currently doing? (laughs) Yeah, so um, I grew up in sort of um, in Chicago, low-income neighborhood, you know, very humble upbringing. Um, And I decided, I didn't know many people when I was growing up and went to college. And so I decided that uh, I, you know, I wanted to try to get out of that area. I wanted to try to change my social class. You know, I wanted to try to, you know, be able to have money and to be able to do things like travel and um, and just, you know, just have more freedom. And so um, I began a journey on researching how to pay for college. This is in high school. I started this. And, um, you know, I started researching ways. I started researching scholarships. I started researching ways to sort of cut tuition costs. Um, I worked full time during college. And so my book series is sort of um, the conclusion of my research (laughs) from high school through college of of figuring out how to pay for it. And so 
I ended up going to college. Um, I ended up going to college. I completed my bachelor's degree in three years instead of four, which is like a really good way to save money if you can, um, you know, take all your classes in those three years because then you don't have to pay for another full year of, of tuition for the fourth year. A lot of people don't know that. Um, and I ended up graduating debt free. So I didn't have any debt after I completed college. And after that, um, I was in the workforce and I decided that I wanted to be a lawyer. I was a journalism major in college and it just made sense that I would go to law school. The journalism field was, you know, it's really difficult to break into, um, especially I was interested in like TV, doing TV news. And so that's a really harsh field to get into the TV world. And so I was like, oh, I don't really want to do this anymore. There's not a lot of job security. There's not a lot of jobs. Um, you know, especially if you are a person of color on TV, it's very difficult to get a TV gig um, being a minority. And so I was like, I think I want to um, practice law. And so I went to law school. <laughs> Let's talk about your book series. Explain to the audience what the books are and what all of them are about. Yeah, so I have four books published currently right now. They are all on Amazon. The first book that I wrote is about how to how I graduated from college debt free. So basically, I go in, in depth on different tips to cut costs. Like, for example, um, you know, applying to scholarships. There's so many scholarships out there for people. Um, and I explain in my book basically how to mass apply. So I actually applied to 100 scholarships when I was in high school. And I ended up getting, I think, 10, I wanna say 10% of the scholarships that I applied for. But if you're able to mass apply, you are putting yourself out there to get more funding. Um, so that's, that's one of the tips I, I give. Um, and there's a bunch of other tips. I mean, it's a whole book about all the things you can do to cut your costs, um, including graduating in three years instead of four. And so that's my first book. Um, and then my second book I wrote, uh, so all my books sort of have a financial lens to them. I'm really big on like financial literacy um, and, and being able to cut costs. And so all the books sort of have a financial lens on whatever the topic is. And so my second book is about choosing the right college. And choosing the right college has a lot to do with, you know, what your debt is going to be after you graduate. Um, but also, and more importantly, there's different opportunities at different colleges. And so I kind of lay out a lot of information. For example, you know, studying abroad, if that's important to you, you want to go to a college that has a program where, you know, you're able to leave the country and learn, learn something new about a different culture. And so I sort of introduce all of those things to people who, you know, may not know, like, you know, I was a first generation college student. I didn't really have a lot of guidance you know, when I was in high school about, you know, what, what does it mean to go to college? How should I choose a college? You know, what should I look for? Um, and so th these books really are geared towards people who need, need that insight and don't have anyone to ask for it. And so that's my second book. Uh, and then my third book is about choosing the right major. Um, so that, that basically is pretty much what it is. It talks about majors that may produce more income after you graduate college, right? Because we've all heard those stories of people who um, graduate college, 
you know, with $100,000 of debt, and then they end up getting a job that only pays them, you know, $20,000 a year, right? Like, that's horrible. Um, And so I think you really have to be pretty specific and pretty um, intentional about what you're studying in college to make sure that, you know, you're not you're not creating more of a problem by going, you know, that you actually benefit for your degree. Um, And then my fourth book is about law school. It's about the application uh, process of law school. It's about um, some misconceptions that I think people have about lawyers um, and and what the legal profession is really about. Let's talk about some of the tips that college students can use to cut costs when they are going to college for those college students that might be listening, give them some important tips and information on what they can do. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, like definitely, you know, I I think the first step, if you want to cut college costs is really scholarships, right? Like apply often. I would try to apply to as many scholarships as possible. And I think, you know, sometimes when people hear that, they think that, uh, you know, that's impossible. But most of the scholarships that are out there, I mean, they ask for pretty much the same application. You know, they ask for a personal statement, they ask for your transcript, they ask for a letter of recommendation. And so there's ways to basically mass produce all of that information. You know, you can have a faculty member do a a letter of recommendation to you that says, Dear Scholarship Committee, and you know, and they and they can write about you and you can just make copies of that. You know, obviously ask permission. Um, but you know, there's ways to mass produce it where you're basically kind of like a factory, right? Like you're like, put your personal statement on top, then add your letter of recommendation, then add your transcript. And then you just send all of those out to as many people as you can for as many scholarships as you qualify for. And, um, you know, that's the first way. And then obviously choosing a college that you know, where tuition is low or choosing a college where, you know, who's willing to work with you. I think a lot of people don't realize that you can actually negotiate tuition. Um, you know, college is a business. And I think people don't think about that. I think it's, you know, it's a, you're getting an education, but it's also a business. So you can call them and say, listen, you gave me $10,000. I'm going to need fifteen. <laughs> That's a real thing. And so I go over in my book, you know, some strategies of you know some negotiation strategies of of how to have that conversation with admissions officers what got you into writing what inspired you to become an author among all the other things that you do well i was since i was younger i always really liked writing um i think that's what sort of pushed me into journalism but mostly i was motivated to write these books because I would get so many messages from people in my neighborhood, you know, after I graduated college and and more after I graduated law school with people saying, hey, like, I don't know anything. Like, I don't I don't have any mentors. The high school guidance counselors, they don't help me. Like, how do I what do I do? Like, how do I go to college? And the more and more messages I got, the more I realized that there's a real need out here for. Uh, for this information, and it's information that people don't have. And so that sort of inspired me to write these books, because I think it's just a lot easier um, than a 30-minute phone conversation with people. I mean, I was talking to so many people, 
you know, as, as much as I could throughout the day trying to practice law, but I can't ever give them all the information, right? And so it's impossible for me to have, you know, 100 conversations a week with people going over this information. And so I was like, you know, if I can write it all down and give it to somebody and they can understand it, I think at least it could reach more people. And so that sort of inspired me. Talk about some upcoming projects that you might have in the works that people can look forward to. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm sort of on a fence right now. Um, I have some writing, some, some more writing that I think I'm going to do in the future. Um, I've been sort of going back and forth about what topics I want to cover. Um, you know, I may do some freelance writing for, for some other magazines or outlets that are out there um, for people of color, you know, uplifting that community. Um, I'm still in the Army. I'm deployed currently. So, uh, you know, serving the country as best as I can <laughs> while I'm here. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Do you have any book promotions or upcoming speaking engagements, whether they be in person or virtual to promote your books and the stuff that you're doing? Well, right now um, I'm running a 99 cent sale on my second book about choosing the right college. Um, and then I have a Facebook account, um, Amber Porter, and then a Twitter account at Money Moves Off, A-U-T-H. Um, and so I'm basically using those outlets to promote, I can't really do any in-person speaking engagements since I'm, I'm not currently um, on the mainland right now, but uh, definitely hoping to get the word out on social media. Is there anything else that you would like to touch on that we have not yet talked about? I don't think so. I just, you know, really want to motivate everyone. You know, it's definitely possible to go to college if you don't have the funds. I think that a lot of people think that you know, if, if their family doesn't have a lot of money or you're stuck in poverty or you're stuck in a really bad situation, that you have to stay there. Um, and that's just not true. And so if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> you know, everybody chooses their own destiny to a certain extent. And so there's ways to um, change your social class if that's something that you want to do. There's ways to get an education without uh, breaking the bank. And so hopefully you, you know, read my books and, uh, and it can give you some information that you need. Tell everybody how to get those books, where to go, if they want to purchase them and check them out. Sure. So on Amazon, if you type in Amber Porter, Money Moves, my books should come up. I have an author page on Amazon. Um, you can also visit my Facebook account, um, Money Moves Off, A-U-T-H. Um, that's also my Twitter handle at Money Moves A U T H. Um, so if you are in need of some self help education books, um, I would suggest you go there. Ladies and gentlemen, Amber Porter. Amber, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream.